Gentlemen, welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. We are glad that you are with us as we get started. A friendly reminder that nothing we say here is meant to be perceived as the official statement of doctrine or belief of any particular school, church, or calling body. We are not affiliated with any particular school, church, or calling body, and that everything we say here is simply the belief or opinion of the man who states it and nothing more. Let's get started with the show. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to become the men that God created us to be. Now it's time to roll up your sleeves and let's get to work. Yeah, you've read a book about it. Cool. Yeah. What, do you have um, pro they tips said, you can give us They now? said generally a rule for good, for buying good alcohol is if it was distilled at a lower alcohol content, but bottled at a higher alcohol alcohol content. The idea mm. being like you don't. No one likes the taste of alcohol, you know, but you you don't go to a liquor store to buy water. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's generally the good rule. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Dude yeah, from like yeah. the 50s. So he would like live through prohibition and stuff. So he had some cool uh, he, uh, he knew perspectives. All the he knew, had some cool perspectives on, on it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's kind of a dorky thing to do. But I, I know. know. I, I turned 21. It's... I was like, I got to learn a little something. So I will admit that when I started, uh, we didn't turn everybody down here. Okay. I, I, I will also admit that when I started growing a beard, I read a book about the history of beards <laughs> <laughs> and like what it meant culturally throughout yeah, time. Yes. It was a great book. Yes. It was I some bet. dude's like doctoral thesis. Whoa. It was awesome. Okay. Nice. It was a great book. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're nice. rolling. This is it? Yeah, this is nice. it. So on. on the podcast today, we got Gustav Wentz. You guys know Gustav. Go ahead and introduce you guys, yourselves, fellas. Josh Wardell. First time. All right. Excited. Thanks nice. What are you into, man? Uh, let's see. I'm doing doing sports right now. Played played football since fifth grade, something like that. Uh, in track right now. Uh, me and Goose Gus. Yes, fun. we are. Don't be shy. You're a darn good wide receiver too. Back in the day, yeah. of Back last in the fall. Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for all the fans out there, the whole team's really mad that he didn't play this spring. Uh, no, so. we, we we cooled things. Off. Oh, it, okay. cooled things off. We cooled things off. What what do you want to talk about? Why or no? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean. Um, I've been playing football, yeah, since fifth grade, I think, uh, mm-hmm. was when I first started playing junior pacer football, went to Shoreland Lutheran High School. Yeah, Shoreland. Yeah. Go pacers. Um, okay. And, uh, um, I think it, with the weird year, um, with COVID, uh, had to make a decision because football was in the spring now this year, alongside with track, uh. May have just kind of been done with football. Um, put my heart and soul into it, and um, I had not done track uh, all all these years at, in college. So yeah, no, no, nothing with uh, coaches or players or playing time or anything like that. Of course not. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I, it sounds weird, but when you're on a when you're in good programs, which you were in good high school programs and college programs, yeah, yeah. it does take a lot out of you too. You kind of live, live and breathe it, yeah. and then, like you kind of said, there's comes a point where you're done. I think when I, not to project onto you, but no, when I when I was, bad. when I was done, I was done too. Sure, and I didn't have 
obviously didn't have the opportunity to come back because my eligibility was gone. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't have played more if I wanted to, but I don't know if I could have. <laughs> like, I don't know if I yeah. could have played another year. And I do miss it, for sure. Um, but I, I wouldn't say I regret not yeah. doing track. That makes um, sense. Yeah, and I, I do enjoy track a lot as well. And who are you, John? Um, <laughs> wait, wait, what? Well, who are you? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm John Reby. I'm from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. First time on this podcast. Happy to be here. Um, I like basketball. Love sports. Baller. Love to watch sports. Uh, happy to be at Martin Luther College. Mm. Graduating in a couple of weeks. What? what? And, uh, mm, yeah, an old man. Yep, I'm getting old. <laughs> Just celebrated number 22. So. Ooh. Sweet. Yep. Very cool. T Swift. And he is a baller. You can oh, ball. Yeah. It's not just because the hat's backwards. <laughs> Although we're all rocking the backwards. Yeah, we, I, I was going to say it, something so. about that. Like, Josh, there's an extra cap, oh, yeah. man. You can <laughs> <pass> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah, go grab that uh, 1989 <laughs> Palm Springs <laughs> John Deere <laughs> convention hat there. That's right up my alley. <laughs> so, uh, before we get into the show, got to shout out our sponsor. Uh, just got out of the shower, so I got to put beard oil on. Anyway, you guys oh, don't have any can, hair. Can you can smell dem- one if you want. Give us a demonstration. Can you get a demonstration how you do this? Just take a little bit. One day for us. Yep. Take a little bit of beard oil, dribble it in your hands, and then you don't want to use too much, although mine's really thick, so you got to use one. <laughs> okay? And you just work it in, because when you shampoo your beard, it takes all the natural oils and things out of it. Sure. So essentially, it's a, it's essential oils and mm-hmm. other things, but uh, bring that health back to your beard. Make sure you don't have like split ends and things like that, sure. which you wouldn't think you'd have to worry about, but once it happens, it's awful. Um, so... Especially with the masks, it does it really oh, does yeah. a number on the beard. So oh sure, yeah. Um, you can mm-hmm. buy this beard. Oh, this is deep in woods. My favorite scent. It smells oh, awesome. It smell so nice. it. Just sniff it. Oh, oh, that's my favorite one. Ooh. Whiskey barrel is really good. Um, there's sandalwood. There's a couple other flavors that are excellent. Um, you can buy that from. <laughs> you can buy that from uh, Nate Hensler at sites.google.com forward slash Beard general or find him on Facebook. Nobody likes dandruff in your beard. It's not sexy. You don't want that. So use some beard oil. Take care of it. So can you put beard oil in your regular hair? I do often. Yeah. Just up top? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do. Especially if I accidentally pour too much in my hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or I just massage it into the chest hair and (laughs) armpits. Let it be what it is. Oh, yeah. No, I like a different scent in my armpits. You know, you got to differentiate. Differentiate your styles, you know. Uh, Yeah. Should be an adventure when you walk past. Different scents for different stages of the walk. So... All right, our topic for the day is ambition. Ooh. Ambition. Okay, so um, like ambition can be one of those things that gets po- talked about really positively. It can be talked about really negatively, especially in the realm of like service to the church and things like that. So I think it's particularly mm-hmm. applicable to a group of guys like us yeah. who are pursuing that church ministry. <laughs> um, but it's also extremely applicable. Applicable. Messed that word up twice now. Applicable? <laughs> Applicable, whatever. That's how I say it. Yeah, huh? sounds good. That's okay. We'll use that. Okay. Uh, anyway, extremely applicable. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah! <laughs> to young men in general, right? Uh, there's a lot of dudes in our generation who have no ambition whatsoever. Uh, and there's also a lot of dudes in our generation who have misplaced or unwise ambitions. Um, so I think it's a good, good conversation to start with. Uh, so... Like the starting point here has to be what what is ambition? What does it mean to be ambitious? Uh, I mean, we were just talking about ambition a little bit ago um, with some friends um, in respect to the ministry mm-hmm. um, and how it's tough being being here. Uh, it's it's tough to view what you're going to be doing in 
three years, four years, and for the case of pre-sem, pastor track, it's five, six, seven years. And it's tough to to picture yourself into that future and to say, this is what I'm driving myself to do when you're learning all these weird languages or you got to <laughs> write all these weird lesson plans for teacher track. And yep. it's just it's tough to, to, to picture yourself in that. And so like, ambition can be tough. Um, but I think it's I think it's viewing yourself where you want to be in the future, and then making sure you get that. Yeah, kind of painting a picture of yeah. um, the man I want to be someday, the person I want to be someday in the future. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I feel like go along with that. When so- someone says to you, "Oh, that's ambitious," when you talk about a goal, <laughs> I feel like ambition is trying to set yourself to be better than you are now, or to improve yourself in some sort of. Go facet of your life so. well and i think um uh, it can almost be condescending sometimes like wow that's ambitious uh but the, yeah. like yeah. the back side of that is it's not ambitious unless there's a strong possibility of yeah. failure like if it's not actually challenging if there's not a strong possibility that you're gonna fail then it's really not that ambitious so i think that's an important part of it too is yeah. you know i can yeah it, my goal shouldn't be just like to be the same you know, to, to not get any better, to just kind of stay where I'm at, mm-hmm. it's really not ambitious at all. And I feel like if there's no fear of failure, it's probably not worth doing for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's... should terrify you a little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm with both of these guys. <laughs> I don't know how much more I could add to that, you know. Like, right. ambition is what, like, that's what is fueling your fire to get to where you're trying to go. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, since we are all, like I said, training for the church, uh, what does ambition look like for guys like us? Uh, right you now. guys are both well, pastor track? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it seems to me, like, I can't remember if it was in our reading from Revelation today in my Bible history <laughs> class or if it was something I read in Second Peter. Um, but either way, um, it seems as, as though, especially with us going into the ministry, ambition is something that's, like, that's a hard line to walk because you don't want to somehow turn it into something selfish you know, and mm-hmm. be overly ambitious mm-hmm. because the reason, or some, oh man, why is that no, in I, my head? Like, was I that get, a sermon in chapel today? No, that wasn't what <laughs> Dose was talking so. about. I don't know. All I remember is that the whole, the fact of the matter is us going into the ministry shouldn't be, be, shouldn't be because we're doing it for, like, out of our own ambition. We're doing it out of love for our fellow human beings. Mm-hmm. Right. So the question, I think, is where does that cross the line then? Right. Well, I just feel like ambition is definitely something to be careful with as we go into ministry, as you look at where you want to be with the <laughs> church one day, how you want it to grow, and you set these goals and you achieve them, and you start to think, oh, man, I'm doing such great things for the church. My got to set my ambitions higher. And sometimes you got to relax and say it's not what I'm doing at all. It's kind of how God's using me as a tool. So I guess that's a tough question to ask, how you set ambitions Knowing you're just a tool, I don't know. I don't. I guess that's something I yeah, I, ask fully. I mean, I know a good number of people who, who uh, just like stress themselves out so much over homework, um, over to a point where I mean, probably not healthy, you right. know. And yeah. at and for them, it, I I think it's it's almost like very Mary versus Martha and doing the work for when Jesus comes. Um, where they, you know, they had the wrong idea of ambition, um, and it's almost a selfish thing. You know, they don't, they're, they're not doing it completely for uh, the betterment of the church or for your education. They just almost, I think they just want a good grade. Right. You know, um, mm. and that idea of ambition is, I don't think, 
in the right spot for right. Uh, for that. Yeah, I thought that Mary Martha yeah. application was solid yeah. there. Um, That's kind of good. Way they had different ambitions ambition. when Jesus came. One one went and learned from Jesus. The other was thought probably in like good a good mindset. I got to prepare for Jesus, you know, yeah. but. Mm-hmm wrong kind of ambition same, well and and at the same time at some point the meal had to be prepared true you know, true they ought to yeah. clean the house they yeah. got a guest coming over right um but where, what's your priority i think yeah. and and that's that's a tough one with school too mm-hmm. i i tend to i tend to fall on the other side <coughs> where i'm like hey i'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna learn what i gotta learn but i really <laughs> i don't always apply myself the way i should right mm-hmm. um and it almost becomes like the opposite thing. Granted, I have other stuff going on, but yeah, sure. like, it almost becomes the opposite where I don't have enough ambition because I, I know I'm gonna make it. Yeah. So yeah. it's just kind of like, and, right. In and in terms of grades, I, I think the world is kind of caught up in the idea of grades. Um, where the way I view it, like, you get an eighty percent on a on a test or even a seventy five percent on a test, most students kinda of look down on you at for having that, you know? Right. Whereas right. like I think of you know, if you in ministry, if a seventy five or eighty percent of your ministry goes well, that's a pretty good <laughs> yeah, ministry. Yeah, you know? Yeah. That's a good yeah. ministry. <laughs> cool. I that's the way I look at it. And I mean of course try your hardest, you know, you can't, right. you can't um but I think the, this world well, kinda of does have a weird take on mm-hmm. grades. Yeah, and we, we misunderstand this is a big passion pre- thing for me um, when I was teaching was uh, helping parents and students understand the purpose of grades. Like your grades are simply a reflection of what you've learned so far. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting bad grades, it's a sign that you're not learning everything that you need. To, like you don't have everything down that you need to know yet. Um, and I think that's a flaw <laughs> in our, in our American system. Most countries don't do it the way that we do it. It's more of like a check mark thing. Like they know this, they know this, they know this. Yeah. And at the end of the year, right. if you've got them all checked off, you go on to the next grade. Yeah. Um, and you still end up with like an 80% at the end of the year. Cause you know, that's the cutoff or whatever it might be. Um, but we forget a lot of times that like, especially, so right now with my pre-algebra students, there'll be a couple of kids that will just fail the first three times, oh. you know, they're just going to fail, 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 and eventually they'll understand it and they'll pass it, but they're not going to understand it and pass it without failing. Failure, they're just yeah. not going to, and so I was the same kind of math student, um, and that, they get so frustrated and upset, and their parents get upset that they have <laughs> bad grades, quote-unquote bad grades, which yeah. is still above yeah. average, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you go, like, hold on they're not good at this you know like give them time to figure it out and it's not coming naturally i think we get caught up in that a lot with college too and granted like you don't want to be skating by by the skin of your teeth true, true. because you're not gonna have any expertise on the back end you know yeah. like the the reason but the reason you want good grades has to be so that you're prepared it shouldn't be for the sake of good grades or even like for the cloud of it or whatever it, it might be i you don't want a lawyer who got bad grades in law school you know Sure. Because that means that they don't know the law as well as somebody that <laughs> no. got A's, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they didn't cheat as well. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> you never yeah. know. Um, I, I would say, and that applies to anything, whether True. it's ministry or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, you're not going to ask your plumber, you know, how'd you do on your exam? <laughs> you're going to ask your plumber if he can fix it or not. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the yeah. important part. Have you heard the the Einstein quote about that's actually Plumbers? a misquote. Oh. <laughs> is it actually? Yeah, I because I, I just used that the other the, day. The fish was, one. Yeah. Though? Like if you judge, well, it's a, a good fish, quote. It's a good quote. quote. Yeah, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, yeah. then it's gonna think it's a failure. I've always, life. I've always liked that. Yeah, yeah. Like no, that's it. good. That's good. So who who 
So, I don't know. No, I just oh. I pulled out the other day and I got called out. For <laughs> I got fact checked yesterday oh. on Instagram. So I, I ranted about that. Too. I ranted about I it. That. So it was uh, it's a it's a paraphrase of um, uh, Frederick, Frederick Douglass. Yeah. There we go. It was a paraphrase of Frederick Douglass, and I didn't know it was a paraphrase, but I saw it on somebody else. Like one of the guys I follow had posted it, and it was uh, fact checked. And so then I posted it and was like, why is this fact-checked? And then I got fact-checked. It was my first ever fact-check. <laughs> and then I ranted about how instead of fact-checking strong kids, we should just raise strong kids. Like, how can anyone say raising strong kids is the wrong idea? I it just... I, I hey, you're being part of the rant. problem right now. Okay? I am being part of the problem. <laughs> what? Yeah. What am- I was kind of thinking about something. Yeah. Like, what... And, you know, comment off of it. But, like, the difference between having the wrong kind of ambition and misplacing your ambition. Okay. Because that's kind of the vibe that I was getting when you guys were talking about the whole homework thing. And it's like sometimes you don't have enough ambition for that or you put all of your ambition into that one thing. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of misplacing it. Whereas like having the wrong kind of ambition, that's when you're doing things like pure out of pure selfishness, you know, to only gain from it. Because that's the kind of that's the kind of ambition that the Bible warns about. Mm-hmm. is the selfish kind that yeah. you're doing something for people not because you are like well, doing I mean, it you to, can well you're doing it because you know you're going to get something out of it is what yeah. i'm saying like, well, and you can take that into the, that like, line. sensualities and sins of the flesh too where like mm-hmm. your ambition could be to get as many women as possible mm-hmm. or yeah. be able to yeah, drink more than right. anybody else or whatever it might be and you might not look at that as ambition but it becomes you your look God, at it right? as an accomplishment. Well, uh, it's, I, the world that's, does. It's an idol conversation. Does. Yeah. Well, in TV shows, media, and like, I think especially with sex, you know, with that kind of really, you yeah. know, and it's it's just crazy how the world treats it as something that's not intimate. You yeah, know, you're getting me right in the chest there. You're chasing <laughs> a hot wife. You're chasing the right wife. You know, <laughs> exactly. You know. It's and it's horrible. Oh yeah, we can like, talk about sex and how it's wrong in the media for. Oh yeah, yeah. like that's a hours. that's a rabbit yeah. hole for days. But like you said, that's something that you can have very selfish ambition for and towards. Like look at Joey Tribbiani <laughs> from Friends, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of his whole character's thing. Barney, yeah, Barney Stinson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Barney. Barney I, he's one of my favorite TV I characters, but I can't watch it anymore. I watched it through college. We were so into it, and I watch it now. I'm just like, man, I can't. This takes my mind places I don't want to go. Know, it's, it's like it's hard. It's hard because like, who's being hurt in that scene? Right, know? right. Not, not, no, no one outwardly. Well, in the yeah. shows, yeah, in the shows, shows there's no hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's, maybe you and see when there is, but... they make jokes about it. Like, it's yeah, a funny yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And they yeah. try and downplay the severity of hookups and what it does to your <laughs> yeah. psyche and your yeah. future relationships. And, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's well, that's it exactly it. that's where I was before you said uh, in the short Thunder, term. Like that's that's exactly like when you say what's it hurting? It's hurting any future relationship that i have it's hurting me yeah. down the road it's hurting the people mm-hmm. i love down the road mm-hmm. and it might not be like a hardcore pornography addiction it might just be like i have a hard time being intimate with my wife i have right. a hard time like i have a i'm struggling with my teenage daughter because she's turned into a woman and now i feel awful about it mm-hmm. because you know yeah. she's the same age as the girls i'm watching on tv you know oh, like right. those kinds of things that can destroy relationships without you ever realizing mm-hmm. that it's happening mm-hmm. yeah you guys all been to e- an e-day yeah 
Who? Evangelism, Evangelism Day. Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have not for maybe. like 10 years. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> those are solid. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I would have. You get oh, no, that's not true. I presented at an Evangelism oh, Day Oh, really? Once. I forgot wow. about that. I had like this slick back mohawk thing going on. <laughs> I cool. brought some students with me. We all wore shirts and ties. Why and... do I feel like I remember you then? Oh, uh, this would have were... been like six years ago. Oh, okay. Five maybe. years yeah. ago. Maybe it was from the animated Rudolph film. He was wearing a snow. He was wearing a costume, mining for peppermint. Mining for peppermint. Well, anyways, during an E day, there was a great presenter from Wisco, Wisconsin Lutheran College or high school, um, who talked about how porn can ruin relationships mm. because you know it causes problems between the husband and the wife, but also because it gives um, men and women the the like completely wrong idea. Um, what sex is really is, and mm-hmm. like uh, it makes it makes it picture perfect, mm-hmm. right? Or, yeah. You know, where right. it's not really, yeah. It can't. It yeah. isn't always like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Well, and even good, further than that, thing. it gives you that dopamine dump. Yep. So now you're not getting that dopamine dump from yeah. regular women and real it, women. You know? mm-hmm. Um, and now they're doing things that you're never going to be able to pull off. <laughs> and in reality, they're not even yeah. enjoying it. No. They're ma- they're, pl- they're actors. Mm-hmm. True. They're playing it up so that it looks like they're enjoying it. And then that, I mean, it's an addiction. It takes you further and further, and it takes some, it takes a bigger and bigger hit to get you going. Yep, sure. And another like dangerous aspect. It's such a short term pleasure that you can obtain so easily yeah. and you start to like three clicks on your phone yep, man it's right, just like right. oh i need uh need some sort of happiness or some sort of pleasure boom 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 there done feel yep. like crap afterwards yeah it's just so dangerous right how, yeah how well, you yeah. It is. and to turn it back to ambition that changes the it changes my worldview it changes the way i see everything mm-hmm. and not just sex it changes the way I see the people around me. It changes the relationships that I have. It changes all of that, and then what I then pursue, mm-hmm. um, and that you know warps and, and changes things. And that says again, not just porn. That could be anything from you know trying to look good. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I'm all for obsessing over stuff. Like I I, I actually kind of encourage it to an extent. <laughs> the idea that like if you're gonna be good at football. You better obsess over football. If you're going to be good at basketball, if you're going to play at the college level, you better be a baller. Like you're going to have to spend some time and money mm-hmm. and and get out on a driveway and shoot when you're 10 years old. Otherwise, it's never going to happen. You know, if you're going to be good at, if you're going to be able to translate the Bible, you better study the Greek at some point, right? Forget about the grades. If you're going to do what yeah. you're planning to do, you're going to have to study it. You know, and we get obsessive about these things, and the I think the season. We get caught in a season, and when a season ought to end, it doesn't. You know, we get, um, it's easy to think about like the high school buddies that never quite got out of high school. You know, like they still they're at every game, <laughs> yeah. they're wearing their letter jacket. You know, they live and breathe by the team. It's like, how do you know every fifteen year old on the team? Like you're thirty <laughs> years old. You know, um, like and, and those are the easy examples. Uh, but a lot of times we overlook the the real life examples going on like around us every single day so whether it's just the guy that's works out too much like he's just trying too hard to be fit like why you got to be five percent body fat and training every day you know why you gotta um you know why you gotta drive the fast car whatever it might be we i again i think it's an idle thing like we chase we're either gonna chase um what's the bible passage you can only have one thing sitting on the throne of your heart what bible passage am i thinking of you can only serve one master. You're either gonna oh, yeah, love yeah, one yeah, and yeah. hate the other. You're gonna, yep. 
don't know. I feel like the principles there. I feel like weightlifting is something that like I mean most <laughs> like trying to get your body right and like mm-hmm. there's so much selfish ambition behind that. Be and mm-hmm. like not only is it you can and you just take the idea that it's healthy, I'm bettering myself, mm-hmm. but it almost becomes like a sort of obsession, like I wanna look good. Sure. Yeah. You know, I wanna be able to take yep. my shirt off in the summer. <laughs> yep. and yeah. That becomes a sort of, <laughs> and it becomes a sort of idol in a way. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's like I don't know. It's just, it's a dangerous road right. to go down to. Yeah. Well, and, and there's good reasons to do it and I'm probably never going to stop doing it, mm-hmm. but exactly. it's really easy to get that twisted and all of a sudden it becomes more important than everything else. You know, mm-hmm. it becomes more important than my relationships yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So real quick. Uh, so that verse, I've got Matthew six, verse 24. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. That was, you know, yeah. and there's some context, mm-hmm. context to go along with that, that but yeah, you can apply that. Yeah. You can apply that to just about anything. I think there's different levels of foolishness in there too, <laughs> where you've got like the guy who goes all out and like gets shredded and is, I don't know why we're picking on weightlifting. Like yeah, no, yeah. I was, <laughs> yeah, Marty, Marty did. It's, <laughs> Marty did. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like, so, but whatever it might, like when you, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good microcosm. So you got the guys that like go all in and like even to the point of taking drugs and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, dude, I'll, you don't you don't even compete. Like, what are you doing? You know. Yeah. And then you have the guys on the opposite end who are obsessed and they have no clue what they're doing and they get zero <laughs> results and they just keep showing up. And you're like, man, like, what do you do? Like, I I know that feeling. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> no idea. What I'm doing. <laughs> well, but like you know, where you're going, clear like you. You want to be healthy, oh, cool. you want to get strong, you want to do, and you're obsessed with it, but you haven't taken any time to gain any expertise in it. You don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you slow down and learn something so that you can have some results? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, that that drives me a little bit nuts too. Sure. I think that's a dangerous trap to fall into where you just blindly pursue something and never actually like put mm-hmm. the work in maybe. Mm-hmm. Somehow I kind of feel like like selfish ambition definitely is a little bit more not intellectual but i think if you truly are selfishly ambitious about something you're going to be able to get around an obstacle like that you know what i mean just to kind of bring it back to what we're t- what we started talking about with the ambition right <laughs> well i think you know what i, I mean? would actually push back on that i think the more selfish you are the bigger your blind spots are going to be. Sure, sure. And and, yeah. and your blind spot might not be the expertise. Like you right. might be an excellent, you know, weightlifter, scholar, whatever it might be, but you're so blinded to, you know, your the way other people see you, you're so blinded to, you know, how brashly you treat others, you're so blinded to, you know, whatever other side effects that there are. You don't even care or see them. Um, and, and it could be that the side effect is that you look like an idiot because you don't know what you're doing and you right. just keep yeah, showing up yourself. every day, <laughs> right? Yeah, hurting yourself yeah. all the time, you know. Right. Um, it, it could be either of those things. I think the the more selfish your ambition is, the bigger your blind spots are going to be. Whereas if you can bring it back and you have healthy ambitions, because there are very healthy, like we've been hating on ambitions, but they're really healthy ones. Mm-hmm. And if you have clear goals in mind and you're chasing these healthy mm-hmm. things, your blind spots are going to be smaller because you're grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so well, then then to kind of, like, try and complete that thought, what is that reality that you're grounded in? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you make sure that what you're doing isn't being something that's selfish and only for you? Like, how are you sharing your ambition to, I mean, again, in, like, our position to, like, con- like yeah. further God's kingdom in some way? 
you know, and yeah. do his will. You know what I mean? So, like, what do we ground that all in? Well, I mean, it's got to be grounded in faith, right? Right. Uh, it's got to be <laughs> it's the easy answer. <laughs> um, and it has to, like, it, uh, I think that's united to your purpose then, right? Uh, and everybody, while we all are studying to be pastors, each one of our purposes is a little bit different, right? We have yeah. different skill sets, mm-hmm. different interests, different um, talents and abilities, all that. So it's going to look at it a little bit different for each one of us. Um, and I think when, so our purpose is also going to be a little different in that. Mm-hmm. I think locking in on what your purpose is, and we're talking long-term purpose, not short-term purpose, right? Sure. Long-term goals, mm-hmm. which in order to achieve long-term goals, you got to have short-term goals. But yep. again, if you lock into that purpose, it's going to be a lot easier to decide what has a place in your life and what doesn't. I think. <laughs> I feel like that goes back to what you're saying. With your purpose is what we were kind of talking about to start. Yeah. Was what ambition is is setting goals that are gonna further better yourself. Yeah. Which I thought you tied that in nice, nicely with. <laughs> Solid. You got something? Say it, Josh. Say no, it, I mean, I mean, that's all. Yeah, everything's good. Uh, the ambition is is what drives you. Um, sorry about that that's all right um i do think the ultimate ambition has to be uh in faith uh looking towards jesus because anything else if you have an ambition for any other purpose it won't be satisfying uh whether you completed that goal uh, of that ambition or not um yeah so yeah i mean kind of that to that point then it's like if we have any ambition other than to do it for Jesus, isn't it selfish? Yeah. You know? I heard I heard a John Piper sermon once where he took the text that mm. says, you know, we run a race marked out before us. Yeah. And he mm. kind of reframed it to this conversation of, does it help me run? You know? I look at all the things in my life. I'm supposed to be running this race. What helps me run and what bogs me down? And the things that bog me down and slow me down and burden me along the way, I'm going to strip those off. I'm going to throw them away, and I'm going to run, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, like, the the kindergarten chapel version would be, like, you don't want to run wearing snow boots and, sure. you know, a, a weight vest and, you know, whatever it might be. You're going to take those things off so you can run as fast and as straight as possible, right? You're going to pick the straightest path. Yeah. And you're going to run that race as fast as you can. You're gonna, not going to let anything distract you. Mm-hmm. I mean, even to the extent of you're going to sleep at night, you're going to eat the right food because that race is all that matters. Um, and it's when you get distracted by the other things that you start to slow down and you can't run as well. Mm. I think that's hard for um, people of this world who aren't as uh, faithful, um, non-believers, um, but even, even for so many Christians, mm-hmm. um, I think that's got equally as yeah. difficult to understand that. Um, what is this? It's a Voodoo, Voodoo Ranger. Ranger. New Belgium IPA. Mm-hmm. It's fruity. <laughs> oh, oh. Hmm? It is very fruity. Okay. Yeah. Tastes like an IPA. Not as fruity as Gus is, but... <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Voodoo Gus. <laughs> that, I, I, don't, or I got a point to add to yours too, Charlie, about the running the race wants to help you run your race this is a basketball devotion that our coach talked to us about during practice before practice was <laughs> what do you fill yourself up with mm-hmm. I, think it, I think it was a james hines podcast or yeah. thing oh, sure. it's like what music are you listening to what because that's going to control your thoughts is what you fill yourself up with what kind of stuff you're reading what you're looking at on your phone i feel like so much oh yeah it's what how you fill yourself up with what what 
you put in your brain, your body is going to help you achieve your ambitions, your goals. And I feel like us just mindlessly scrolling through social media. Yeah. Sure. And I, now I see with, I, I'm staying away from TikTok, but I see, go, lot, I see a lot of yeah. girls dancing with mm-hmm. clothes off or right, just right. inappropriate jokes. I'm like, kids nowadays are just filling themselves up with garbage. Oh, yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah. how is that going to help you reach your ambition in any way? It's mm-hmm. just mindlessly scrolling through this stuff. That's, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. What, that idea that you can never stay still either. Like you're ne- you're either moving forward or you're moving backwards. You're getting better or you're getting worse. There is no mm-hmm. like I'm good where I'm at. I'm gonna stay here. Like you're either growing or you're falling apart. One yeah. of the two, mm-hmm. and you gotta choose which direction you're gonna go. Yeah. So. Like I well, I was just gonna say like my mom. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it's like my mom always told me growing up is the whole garbage in garbage out you know mm. that's the second half of it like you're letting all that garbage in how's that yeah. gonna make you act towards others yeah, you know and it's exactly right and and i think in a competitive environment too with sports and stuff it's kind of hard in the sense that especially with music it's like you know i get a little bit more pumped up listening to old kanye than i do to toby mac or some you know just some <laughs> kind of christian or new Kanye. well but you know what i mean it's hard because in those athletic environments where you're trying to get you know jacked and you know yeah. get in your head so that as much adrenaline and whatever other kind of hormones are going on there can be pumping through your veins before the competition mm-hmm. you know like it's hard to get to that point mm. in what would be a <laughs> honestly a godly way Collision course, Jay Z and Lincoln Park. That'll get you going, yeah. man. That gets me going every time. Uh, that album's over. I can lift the world, bro. Yo, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Black Skinhead. I, that one gets me going. I feel like music is such a great example for kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like how much easier is it to listen to old kind? Or you're you're working out to baby. Yeah. Old Kanye <laughs> or yeah, yeah, yeah. Hype. What an Eminem something. You know, when, like, not even. Oh, Lecrae. Uh, Lecrae. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just right. like, right. it's not going to do it for me. Right. It's like we put, like, what we want over what we should do, mm-hmm. and right. that's the basis of every sin. Well, ever and and it's not even that there isn't music that'll get you going that's out there. It's that it's that accessibility. Like, it's mm-hmm. the right. It's so much easier to just fill myself with garbage, you know? Yeah. Put on pl- yeah. public I mean, playlists. Yeah, know, exactly. Just... Yeah, well, it's it's like it's the diet idea. It's so much easier to just stop at the fast food joint and get some oh, burgers yeah. Oh, yeah. than it is to go home and make a salad, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just accessibility. I think the cleanest song that I would ever get pumped up to, it's called Watermelon by Tom Rosenthal. And it... I don't know. It was. It, it just got me pumped, and pumped. like I showed Dude, the other Andy people, Minio can get it, you pretty lit. Like I mean, <laughs> honestly, Andy kids Minio? in your class oh, would love that song. Like <laughs> watermelon, watermelon by Tom watermelon. Rosenthal. Okay, crazy fun song. But like, I got, I started listening to you it. Hear that boys? Watermelon by Tom <laughs> Rosenthal. Because I'm not gonna remember. No, they're not gonna They'll be impressed. It. I'll play. Play. You can play a little. They love you, by the way. What? <laughs> they think you're the coolest. Oh, that's they good. don't think I'm the coolest, but they think you're the coolest. <laughs> wow. Okay, fellas, this is e- this is gonna. <laughs> How many seconds am I allowed to play before uh, it's illegal? Like seven or something like that. I'm not, I'm don't not. you get me banned? Oh, that is a thing. <laughs> that is a thing on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about them. On the way, can you put the song um, in the description or something? And I then, could, and then it makes it. Yeah, okay. then it's I don't good. Know exactly well, do the rules. Okay, ready for this? I don't think I am. <laughs> 
And I'm like going to pick okay. strawberries. <laughs> that's all we get. That's all we get. Okay. Okay. And then. Is it that gets you hyped up? Is it all water? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta give you some context. (laughs) I could listen up for bed, dude. Okay, okay, but here's the thing. But see, here's the thing: is I got into that song during okay during wrestling season. Now that might seem a little weird, but it's not because I okay. As soon as you say wrestling, nothing's weird anymore. Okay, yeah, wrestling. Okay, and reason being is that. Throughout like middle school and throughout those early high school years, it's like the only thing coaches tell you to do or fellow teammates is like you got to get mad, right? And you got to like get angry <laughs> oh, to go into yeah. a match, right? And so I would do that and I would do horrible. Like I would yeah. it would be my worst matches ever. So I was like, you know what? I want to just go in pumped up, like like excited and kind of happy-ish more so than anything Goose else. Mode. Yeah, yeah. Ex- that's honestly, that's what are. it was, right? <laughs> and the thing is, is by listening <laughs> by listening Goose to that mode. song, it just got me in a good zone where it was like I'm not like pissed. I'm just ex- like because I enjoy wrestling because it's a fun sport to be in, mm-hmm. and so that just kind of. Whatever you say. Okay. <laughs> is, is that is that whole song just watermelon, watermelon, watermelon? There's other words. Oh, okay. Here, okay. Here, here, here. <laughs> I was curious. That's all I heard so far <laughs> from this. Here, let me look at the watermelon. full lyrics. It says watermelon, 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 watermelon. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's watermelon time. Okay. <laughs> and then, wait, 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 wait. I said boom, 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 boom. It's watermelon time. <laughs> so I think it's five words now. Okay, yeah. So we okay. got. <laughs> so we have. Oh, it's time. I said. Oh no. Watermelon. So I those are the say. six words. <laughs> and then it's a fruit-based love. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what an ending. Oh uh, yeah. So so what is that? One, two. That's eight total words. Different okay. words in this whole song. Well, my and kids won't get started on their math homework the way they're supposed to. <laughs> I just put on minimum wage by uh, they will be giants or they would be giants. Oh, oh there you, you go. go. Just like the it just starts with, like minimum wage, <laughs> and then somebody cracks a whip, and it's just like elevator music oh. for two minutes. <laughs> It's like super boring elevator it music. Works, so. And I put no, it doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't work. No. <laughs> it just it gets my point across. Though. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Uh, no. What did what did that stem from again? So I can bring this full music, circle. Mu- listening to. Oh garbage, yeah, yeah, garbage, yeah. Garbage Listen, out. like that's watermelon and, in, watermelon out. They're just singing a, like it's a, just a dude singing about watermelon. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not bad, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's it's not something that's saying oh f women and make money kind of stuff you know what yeah. i mean it's not that kind of and yeah. that's what a lot of pump up sure, songs sure, are yeah. kind of yeah. about mm-hmm. you know or i'm gonna do this for me and like gonna rule the world you know those yeah. kind of yeah yeah so. i think i think even more dangerous in music than swearing um is is the mindset of i'm awesome yeah yeah um, there you go because yeah. i mean swear words I've I've heard a lot of. I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Song. Or everything is awesome. Oh, no, no. <laughs> That's Not a great, great song. But it is a great song. <laughs> the rap part of that song. That, that, that was right. the point, guys. You can't like that. That's what yeah. they were trying. Never watch the Lego Movie, kids. It's all about yourself. Uh, it is all about yourself. <laughs> I, okay, if you. All right, so real talk. If you're gonna talk about uh, movies that can poison kids' minds, those movies are up there. 
and the, like all the messages, not just the Lego movie. Subliminal messaging. Yeah, the subliminal mm. messaging of like, you're enough, you're okay. No, I'm not. I'm mm. broken and disgusting, and I need a savior. And if I've if if somebody tells me my entire mm. childhood that I'm I'm okay just the way I am, that's how we get into this weak like victim yeah culture yeah. mentality where right. like but I'm okay like I am okay the way I am so you can't tell me like I you, you basically if the world doesn't like me it means I'm not as valuable and worthwhile as I thought I was mm. uh, whereas I mean frankly Christian kids grow up hearing you're dirt like you literally came from dirt you'll go back to dirt your only value. Yeah, no, that was a little harsh. <laughs> but your only, like your only value, yeah, your only value is based in what my savior, not even what my savior sees in me, what my savior has decided I'm worth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that that's where a lot of Christian music and stuff goes wrong too, where they're like, you know, you saw me and you decided to come and save. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't because he saw me and was like, you're worth it. He didn't think I was worth it. He was like, no, you're not worth it. But I'm gonna come do it anyway because I love you. It doesn't even matter. Like your yeah. worth doesn't matter because you mean that much to me. Hmm. You know. Yeah, See, that's that proper. That's proper ambition. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's like, perfect. Taking, like, that's okay, perfect ambition. I don't deserve any is. of this. <laughs> like this is all of this is a gift. I'm just gonna give it back to you. You know, and and, and I'm gonna use it <laughs> that way. This is the only thing I'm doing. This is it. I'm giving it back to you. Mm. I think that goes with that's the awesome. the does it help you run conversation, right? Like sure. if if. Oh man, yeah. Now I feel like we wasted the whole first half of the. Fight. We should have been talking about this the whole time. <laughs> I agree. I like, agree. Ah man. About, I was gonna say that's my favorite thing about a person is when they see the flaws themselves and they love when you call them out on what's wrong about mm. them. It's like I'm not gonna be perfect. I'm gonna yeah. mess up, and I want people to call me out on it. I gotta be yes! ready to take take that yes! and improve myself. That's ambition to get better, to better yourself. Yeah. And it's it's. I think it's almost easier in Christianity because you know. You're missing the mark every day. Yeah. So when co- someone calls out you out in your sin, you're going to be ready for it. And say, yeah. I know. I and I know up. that you know. Mm-hmm. And I know that you know so that if you come back at me like, hey, what are you talking about? I'm like, whoa. Like, we believe the we, same we, thing. Yeah. We had a heart check <laughs> no. here. You know? And I respect mm-hmm. you for coming out and right. saying it. And- I Well, and Frank, this might sound harsh, but I have a hard time respecting anybody that won't. If you can't look me in the eye and tell me the truth... <laughs> What what I mean? What are we, what are doing, we doing here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, sure. And it's not like that you're devalued as a human being, but you're not going to get a place at the table. You know, like I, you're not bringing value to me if you're not willing to grow. Bring grow. me with you. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I just like we get so caught up in that uh, in the st- things of this world. Yeah. <laughs> So, I guess with that in mind... This is the coolest podcaster ever right there. Coolest podcast. I mean, he's got like three different patterns on, too. I mean, I know, right? <laughs> we yeah. talked right here. We talked about that earlier. Should, yeah. So, I walk into the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> where, where I walk you? into the cafeteria. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was... No, 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 no. Not appropriate. Not appropriate for right here. Never mind. <laughs> oh, boy. I was... I was <laughs> okay, now I can't... <laughs> You walked into the cafeteria. And I was sitting there. He was sitting there yep. with his girlfriend and Jacob. Not his girlfriend wasn't Jacob. It was his girlfriend and Jacob. Yeah, that's why he said and. Well, I felt like I said it Proper fast. Grammar. Subordinate so, clause. Yeah, I know. I got you. <laughs> Nerd. So, <laughs> anyway, and she just is like, you're wearing too many patterns right now, and I can't handle it. 
<laughs> and I'm like, okay, Erica. That's why I'm, that's why I'm wearing <laughs> two colors. I was like, no, this one, this isn't too bad. No, it's not that bad. It's not I the like worst. That. Yeah, I know. you gotta, I you gotta make sure you I gotta make locked sure. up. Yeah. And then I said, and then I said to Erica, and Josh immediately stood up and punched me afterwards. But uh. I said to Erica, <laughs> I said, Erica, your personality is three different patterns, and I can't handle it right now. No, I'm kidding. That's not why I said. I'm you sorry. Know, you got it right there. You got it. <laughs> and it was like boom. And then Josh Jacob's over there. He's like, oh. And Jacob's. And then Josh is like, hey. And then I actually saw this go down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's tense. got a bag of popcorn. Right <laughs> it was time. See, I told him it was gonna happen. That's oh, why he had the popcorn right now. I was like, hey, you ready to see me get in a fight with Josh? <laughs> Waiting all year. <laughs> So, if what did I miss if out on? Godly ambi- so, if godly ambition is all about giving it back to Jesus, like giving it back to my Father that loves me, what are the things we ought to be pursuing? Because it's easy to get caught up in like Jesus all the time and everything, which is true. Um, but that doesn't mean that I just read my Bible all day and do nothing else, right? Um, so, what are the things we should be pursuing as men? Like activities? What do you mean? Sure. Yeah, I mean, what? What could we? Should we? I mean, we can go anywhere with this. Yeah, I mean, we are we are of the world, mm-hmm. you know. Or we're in the world. We're not of the world. Um, and uh, a lot of the good pastors I know will go play basketball in the in the city park and start a relationship with some unchurched member, you know, who knows who, where they where they come from and what their situation is, and not bad, though. start a relationship. It's kind of you know and. Uh, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Is it good? Sorry. So it's Yo, okay. Only people watching. Only yeah. Only people watching the video are gonna understand that. If it's they're okay. just listening it's to the okay. podcast, they're just gonna hear me. <laughs> What we're saying is you, you should go point. subscribe you to the YouTube channel. You had a good point going. You did have a good point Thank going. You. You but did. my pushback is, does it have, even have to be based in, like, ministry? I mean, oh, it could just be yeah. like, hey, I'm going to go play basketball because I like playing basketball. True. I mean, well, yeah, or start and, and the ministry, I mean, because we're all, all about Jesus all True. the time, that's going to happen. Yeah. You know, if, if they that's, can't see Jesus in you, you're, not, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. A, a quote that I like about that is, you might be the only Bible your neighbor ever reads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they Whoa. have to see Jesus through That's, you the way you I like act. That. And I think that is you go to a basketball court, you go play in a, anywhere you go. Nobody knows you. Like, oh, it's, that guy might be different. He's Dude, not trying to pick fights. Yeah, he's not doing yeah, yeah, ego. Yeah. I think Why ego is, so is chill, the biggest yeah. thing. I mean, I struggle with is like not getting into it, not trying to let my ego dictate the man I'm going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where people can see you differently if you... Yeah, I was like 25 years old before I could play pickup basketball. <laughs> Seriously. Oh. And it had to be the right group of men, too. It's I, a problem. I still can't play basketball. Because well, I don't know so, how. That's it. So when I started in college, I never played pickup basketball because I didn't want to hurt my hurt myself mm. for football, right? Mm-hmm. So then my first like interaction with pickup basketball, I'm in the hood playing with a bunch of guys from the hood and it was so aggressive oh, yeah. all the time and it was like normal to get in a little tussle or whatever so then i would come up here to visit and i'd be playing with a bunch of dads from st paul's <laughs> and professors and things and i'd be like tra- like not trash talking <laughs> even just being too mouthy yeah, you know yeah, yeah. And they're going like what is this <laughs> Yo, no, like, exactly like why are you being such a jerk and like, it took me a long time to kind of unlearn that and like, oh, this is how men sure. are supposed to compete with each uh, other. <laughs> so where did, where did you grow up? Uh, uh, you so I, I, <laughs> after Shoreland, so I grew up in La Crosse. I was born in Indianapolis, okay. grew up in La Crosse, um, went to Shoreland. Yeah. And then after MLC, I spent 
the last six years in industry in Milwaukee. Okay. Where did so, when did you graduate? Twenty fourteen. Okay. So I okay. taught I taught at St. Marcus for two years and then Saloa for four years. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Very nice. Well, yeah. Cool. One point I was gonna say when you were talking about oh I know no 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 but I was just okay. curious curiosity <laughs> that's all it was. But when you were talking about how we how we go about <laughs> in our Christian lives, not I was like we don't push this garbage that we hear. We don't try yeah. and make it seem normal. We can yeah. be the guys that say, we don't have to just buy into all this crap we hear on the radio. We don't have to yeah. be the guys listening to it. Mm-hmm. We can, we can, we can be the difference, and people can see it. It's like, oh, there are like influential men out there who think this is cool to yeah. to do something that's not what the world sees not and is pushing as normal. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I think that is the most important thing. With I see like one of my favorite NBA players. Jonathan Isaac from Florida State. He's a pastor. He's a Baptist pastor, but a great, great person <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> but he is just literally the least mainstream yeah. guy sure. ever. And just, he doesn't, he's just his own man. And just, yeah. you see the love of Christ in him. And I'm like, that is someone influential that I can see is not mainstream, doesn't get caught up in all the stuff. I don't know. Love to see that. I got to say, man, yeah. about the third week of, uh, third week of class after after Christmas this year when it was like zero degrees for Ooh. 10 days straight, Southern Baptist University sounded pretty great. <laughs> like, you know, let's go find a Baptist seminary somewhere. Yeah, like, the doctor, they have, not great. To, to <laughs> learn. At least it's warm. Yeah, yeah. Do they have a beachfront campus down there? <laughs> <laughs> I hear Corpus Christi? What? Yo. <laughs> yes. Augusta? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. But no, we're up in the north. Good Lutheran north. Hey, I, like hey, it up, hey, I like it up here. I do yeah, like it up here. I like it up this here. time of year. Yeah. I do like snow. We I like to like suffer. Yep. We like to suffer. It Man. makes the good times better. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys heard? Um, What's that? When they were deciding where to go with MLC, it was either it was either New Ulm or don't say it. Where uh, uh, Concordia? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I yeah. thought you were gonna yeah, say something more shocking. Two. I was. Have gonna... you heard the rest of the story? Though? I don't know if I've heard the whole story. So they were at a pastors' conference, you know, way back in the day. And they were deciding where they should, like, which which campus to. Those are they the had two, two right? opportunities. Yeah, two. it was okay. basically two farmers saying, "You can buy my land." <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. And um, well, they, this farmer didn't so have a lot of land. This is the way the legend goes. <laughs> the legend. <laughs> the legend goes that right before they did the vote, the pastor from because it was at St. Paul's. The mm-hmm. vote was at St. Paul's. Mm. The pastor says, "Hold on." And they all walk out of the church basement, and he takes them all, all the pastors outside, and he points up to the top of the hill where there's a construction project already underway, <laughs> and says, gentlemen, you're a college of ministry. And then they went back inside and voted that well, it should be the place for So they league. already oh, started? He was already spending money. That's oh, where the legend goes. I'm That's sorry. the way what? the legend goes. <laughs> that that is might not so... be total. It might be apocryphal. It better be. That's, that's, that's the messed way up. the legend goes. I've just heard. I've just heard. Hey, I think this is a great place to go to college. I, I no, I think not it's the greatest, okay. but a great place. I, guess, <laughs> I think a big city would be dangerous. It would be, be tough. Oh, is that what the other Because of what is. we're doing, I think this is a good place to be. Sure. A lot of heritage and. Yeah, it, like started Germans here. Yeah, and, here. Well, and we devalue that sometimes. Hermans here. Hermans is stuff. Jesus is here now too. It's been a while, but Jesus is here. Well, he's been in the chapel the whole time, but now yeah. he's in the chapel and outside. And outside the chapel. The Did you watch the unveiling today? <laughs> no, that was just that was just that was just a uh, rehearsal. The real ones on MLC day. <laughs> what? Yeah. Real, real ones next Wednesday. Real ones next Wednesday. Okay. I'm- okay. For our viewers, real quick, the statue has been up for about a month. 
No, well, sorry, but you can't put much. up a statue and reveal it on the same day, especially well, when we're not here. Well, but I understand. I understand. It is. It weird. was it is silly. It, it was weird. very silly watching it. They pulled the car. They pulled the tarp off, and I'm just like, yeah. And the guy <laughs> over there, he just is like. <laughs> yeah. he gives me a thumbs up and I'm like yeah that's what I like to see this was just more of a rehearsal I would say it's not really a revealing of the statue it's more of a dedication of the statue uh, that okay. makes sense see yeah. that's better uh, yeah that's better yeah. isn't there a so, whole liturgy behind yeah, that too? yeah there's a whole thing in the well, I, well yeah and the oh. uh, like the if they, t- I hope they talk about like why it's there and, and the whole process mm. that went into choosing that particular statue too mm. it's a, it is a cool story it, oh I like that statue a lot I, it's I mean, sorry, yeah. Marty, but I like this Fisher of Men statue more. Does it more. bother anybody else that Marty's finger is way too long? Oh, what? Is it? Like, I haven't next noticed. Next time you walk past, look at his finger pointing into the Bible. It's like twice as long as it <laughs> should. Really That's because the Bible is extra important, <laughs> <Yeah>. Carly. <laughs> This is where that. we're going. Giannis onto the Kumpo finger. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Yeah. Like his long Marty finger just no. <laughs> Okay, so like, something I was going to say. Herman was actually alive at the time of Jesus. Just fun fact. Oh. No, I thought it was after that. No, 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 no. no. Okay, so it was like, a, so Jesus was 12 when Herman defeated Oh, I didn't know that. I Roman thought it was like 100 army. years after that. Mm. You watched no. that Netflix series? No, that's what uh, Kelpine taught us. Kelpine was telling the, us I mean, that that's in Rise of the right, West. because he was fighting against the but Romans. Barbarians? I just thought it was later on. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. No, it's not Barbarians. It's, it's, it's called about? Herman. It's oh, strictly about Netflix? Herman. On Netflix? Yeah. Eight episodes. Oh, wow. It's the best okay. thing I've ever watched. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. So here's what's required called. viewing if you're in New Orleans. Uh, no, <laughs> it's like you have shot. to pay your taxes and you have to watch Herman. Okay, but on Netflix there's another series called Barbarians. It's only in German and Latin. I guess there's a... English dubbed version, but I wouldn't watch Latin that. Latin would be sweet. But yeah, it's like the Romans only speak Latin, totally. and the Germans speak German. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and it's actually really cool. And it's it's essentially about the same. It's mm. the same thing as Herman. It's about when they ambush the Roman yeah. legions coming through mm. the forest. Mm-hmm. You guys you know, know all know the story of Herman. Yeah, yep. he's just, oh, he's yes, awesome. He is. He's Stop. awesome. Yeah, I have a little I'm, cousin that's really pumped about it. He doesn't live anywhere <laughs> near here. He lives in New Mexico. Oh, you gotta bring him up to visit. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like, he's like, well, he would write letters to my dad, not me, to my dad, and he would be like, so are we? Did did our ancestry come from the Vikings? And dad's like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually know if that's true on the Wens. Well, your side. last name is Wens, so it's a good chance. There's a very good chance, yeah. But it's just fun, and we sent him one of the New Ulm. Uh, uh, magazines that we have sure those uh, special ones that has the old man with the stein on the front holding a kid on his lap <laughs> you know the best combo the best, the best, the best combo. combo best combo yeah but <laughs> anyway anyway ambition am what i right pers- what should we be pursuing what should we be ambitious about yeah I mean, I personally well, Jesus, really, dude. I obviously I really enjoy lifting weights yeah. and being like That's, that healthy lifestyle. I, it is so addicting. It, it is. is once you get into it, it's like in a good way. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, I think That's it is what something I, you can do. And it's also have. like as long as you keep it under control, it doesn't have to be an obsession. It's just mm-hmm. like it's the Our fun day. part of my. I I love it. It's just mm-hmm. a fun part of my day. And some days it's an hour. Some days it's an hour and, and a half. It helps <laughs> the rest of your day too. It it's does. Like after sure I get my workout in, feel good. Yeah, it feels good. Confidence. It's easier to study. Self esteem. Yep. Better shape it's I'm weird. in, the easier it is to study. I don't know if I like working out in the afternoon like we do for track practice and sure. stuff. I mean, like, it's nice to get a workout in, period. Like, yeah. that's always nice. 
but having it in the afternoon just kind of sets the even mm. evening up in a weird way. Yeah, because then it's like yeah. you're kind of worn out, but it's like you still got After, so afternoon is prime to nap time too. <laughs> that's See, fair, I though. take a nap and then I go work out. Sure, so I take like a twenty-five. I set a timer. That's twenty-five minute nap the and then right I go work out. You can fall asleep on command. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, and you even know. if I don't, I just lay there with my eyes shut. That's so it helps, and it helps. Yeah. If nothing else, it's like at least meditation you time know, or something. Sure. You know? I feel bad for people who actually can't fall asleep because whenever they're like, "Oh, I can't fall asleep," I'm like, "Just close your eyes." I attribute it. <laughs> I attribute it to high school marching band, like spending an, when you when you spent Jeez. enough overnights on a bus. Oh, like you yeah. don't actually get any bedtime. <laughs> Were you part of Vanguard? Oh yeah. Oh really? As With my a, dad? As a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know that you know your dad. <laughs> he's got like four of the same shirt, you know. And he's got you, a hat that matches. You it. bought my dad a hat. I bought the yeah, hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still in my dad's office. America. It's still, yeah. it's still in my dad's office. Yep. Man. <laughs> hey, well, Keith Wardell, everyone. Keith when so you're gonna get a kick out of this. So my sophomore year. There was this hot new babe of a tuba player, and all the girls were just obsessed with Nate Wardell. Oh, oh man! Wait, he was this babe of a a tuba (laughs) player. He was not not Josh. You're (laughs) no no, in Vanguard. Oh, in Vanguard. Okay, okay. Yep, it was him. And then there was this kid. I can't remember his real name, but there was this other kid from West that we just called Gromit. What instrument? Wait, West Lutheran? Yeah, yeah. He played trombone. No baritone. And he could not hold the thing up to save his oh, life. Because no. it's, a, it's a, like a front-facing baritone. Yeah, yeah. It's not one of these. So it weighs oh, like 12 pounds. <laughs> and, and it, the, no, 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 no. Like it, it's shaped like a trumpet, except it's a baritone. That's whack. Yeah, it's like, like 12 pounds. And you have to hold it out in front of you like this. Well, we could get 14-year-old girls that weighed 97 pounds to do it. We hey, couldn't hey. get Gromit to do it. And he was like... <laughs> oh, Gromit taking a beating right now. Gromit, if you're, Gromit, if you're watching, I'm sorry. First of all, I'm sorry I don't remember your name. I'm sorry oh, we called no. you Gromit for two years. Jeez, <laughs> Gromit, you know what? I, I remember you fondly, Gromit. <laughs> no, Gromit. I owe you a beer, Gromit. <laughs> Reach out to us. To Gromit. You to, to, to Gromit. To Gromit. To Gromit. There we go. There we go. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> So Nate, if you're watching, hit oh. me up. Tell me who Gromit is. <laughs> there you go. I'll ask him. I'll yep. ask him. Um, yeah, no, my dad. My dad still has that hat, though. My dad still has that yeah, hat in his great. office. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a little bonding time. It's okay. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, go Pacers. Go Pacers. Go Pacers. Go Pacers. Uh, what? <laughs> Sorry, I don't, want, I, don't, I don't do basketball. Okay, at all. besides <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what what are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. This is marching band. <laughs> marching oh, band, yo. Close, also, like, go Lutheran Vanguard. Yeah, not I've a thing anymore. Not a thing anymore. Not a thing anymore. There is a Pacers basketball team, though, right? That's the true. Indiana Pacers. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Indiana Pacers. <laughs> just, just wanted to make sure I wasn't talking crazy right now. It's okay? also a car from the 80s. Oh, yeah. 70s, even? Does anyone know what is... It's an AMC Pacers. What is your guys' school name after? Shoreland? Yeah. It's like Pacers. near the shore, I think. No, but the <laughs> No, no, it's the like Pacers? it's like it's like oh, someone Pacers. who sets the pace yeah. of a race. Oh. Yeah. Like yeah, they're the fastest. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it also we don't, we don't have a real mascot. If I remember rise, correctly, rise, if I remember Phoenix. correctly, it was like the school became because before it was like Kenosha Lutheran or whatever and it was existed and it didn't exist and it existed and didn't yeah. exist. And when it finally became Shoreland, it was all it happened to be the year that the Pacer came out. So, oh really? Yeah, oh, but that's that is... not why they named it that. Oh. Sure, but it just and, and also the Pacers the terrible pacer. crappy car. But yeah, well, a pacemaker? Yeah, I mean, pacemaker. it's the same idea. I don't know <laughs> if a pacemaker would be quite the same. 
<laughs> we could hey, we could maybe make that the mascot of Shoreland. But both of them hey, make hey, the apes, SL is right? legendary though. True, true. I need I an SL to put on my car. Hey, so we <laughs> were talking about ambition, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We were. We've gone we were. off track we so hard. That's all right. That's all right. Hey, okay, it's okay. interesting though. It is. Yeah. It it's is. called the broadcast for a reason. Talking about life, <laughs> dude. Just I'm sorry. Stuff. That stands all whack now since I set it up. You got to yeah, tighten that one deal. No, I think I just need to stop leaning on it up here. Oh, you're leaning on it. Too? Yeah, okay. I put it down here so I could mess with the controls. Well, I was gonna say because like I, usually I do one of these. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like a I like a lean. I was wondering, this may not be like podcast worthy, it's but okay. like, what do you think of CrossFit? Okay, so <laughs> this is very, I'm curious. No, I'm curious. This is I'm curious. Curious. I'm here. Uh, hey, yeah, because I have a coach that swears by it. I would so I want to know it. what if you, you think. have a good coach who is trained in like biology and kinesiology and all that kind of stuff, not a cross certified coach, but like someone who's a legitimate trainer who knows what they're doing and who is going to like so here's the deal with CrossFit is there's a lot of CrossFit boxes because you can't call it a gym. It's a box. Really? Yeah. Well, Why so it's called a box because it's just an empty room full yeah. of equipment. It's not a gym because it doesn't have like a sports specific purpose, right? So mm. if you're going to a gymnasium, it's going to be like a gymnastics gymnasium, a weightlifting gymnasium, right. whatever it Basketball might be. Court so they call something. it a box because it's essentially an empty room full of equipment. equipment. Hmm. Um, so... The the I have no issue with CrossFit. I, it's a great way to stay in shape, uh, especially I've seen some if you have. CrossFit. So <laughs> the thing is with those super ripped people from CrossFit, they don't do a quote unquote CrossFit workout every day as their sole workout. They might do that to like stay lean or stay in shape or whatever, but they also train like the core lifts and they train the mm. Olympic lifts and all those types of things on top of the CrossFit workout. There's a lot of people who quote unquote do CrossFit who show up. Go hard with poor form at low weight for 20 minutes, and they might as well just go for a jog. Like it, it's a hit <laughs> yeah, workout. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. paying. They're paying $500 a month for a bad hit workout. Like yeah. a hit Ayo. workout that doesn't have any downtime. I do. I do. Respect. So you have to be really careful. So uh, yeah. one that I know is excellent is Badger CrossFit in Wauwatosa. I think it's Wauwatosa mm. or Waukesha. Okay. Might be Waukesha. Is like my buddy Nick has been there several times. I've never actually been there, but I know that they like they produce athletes. Yeah. yeah, you know Nick. Yeah, he's a great. He's my. I was the best man at his wedding. Really? Oh, yeah, really? He's the closest thing I had Wait, to a brother. Did you just say wow. Nick? Nick? Yeah. You're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His mom died last yeah. week. So, oh no. Touchy subject. Prayers with you. Well, Nick is some love touchy you, subject. Nick. <laughs> love you, he can, Nick, and he your can, family. He's great at Olympic. He, he's, he's big. He's a uh, big boy. Uh, he's an I awesome just want to be as strong as Nick, and I never will. <laughs> how hard he Yo. hasn't worked out for a year, Nick, and he's still hey, stronger than me, oh, and I hey, don't hey, like hey, it. Hey, 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 chill out. Sorry. <laughs> Nick came out when I was doing javelin practice by myself with mm-hmm. his kid. Yeah, he was Levi's taking him for a walk. That kid is so cute. He oh is. My he looks just like Nick. He cries every time he sees me. Oh, no. Well, okay. That kid can hold the javelin. You look tough. When when we sit How together is, in church. Sorry. Um, How old is Nick's kid? He was born on the 4th of July, so he's 18 oh. months. Okay, well, he was able months. to hold the jav, the javelin. I mean, he's Nick's kid. Yeah. And His he was throwing it. the vanilla gorilla. That kid could throw it three vanilla feet. Gorilla. Three feet. He's seven months. Six. Eight, seven, eight, how many months? No, eight, no, 18, 18 months. months. He's, he's going to be two on the 4th of July. He's going to be two. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but the point is, is he was whole, yeah, I mean, like, right, the jab, yeah. it's he not a handsome heavy, kid but too. it's pretty... I mean, I would say most 
two-year-olds could hold the javelin. Okay, well, but okay. still, I thought it was impressive. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is. <laughs> Levi is an impressive little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Nick, congratulations on your impressive kid. And they're having another kid too. <laughs> oh, well, hey, another oh. boy. Oh, are we Congrats. allowed to talk about it now? Yes. Okay. I mean, she's like. Okay, well, last time, oh, last time you and I talked about it, you were like, Gus, don't That was be like a telling month and a half ago, though. Well, you were like, Gus, don't be telling anybody. The baby and grows. Like, the baby. The baby. <laughs> hey, we don't talk about the baby. The baby. The, the space. The, the baby. I mean, the baby, baby can lay it down, but none of it's appropriate. <laughs> so if he, if he put out some clean music, I he know. would be tough. Dude. <laughs> The Same infant. with NBA Youngboy. If he could lay down a clean God. track, Roddy like, even kind of clean, <laughs> it'd be legit. If Kanye's but... new album would influence some of these guys I know. to do some of the same stuff, man, we would have some good music. Although Kanye there. needs to stop making gospel music. What? <laughs> it, okay. what he's oh, made what? is good, and now he's running out of good gospel music to remake. Yeah, and it's not as good anymore. I mean, I'm never gonna say his theology. Hey, Charlie, are you making? <laughs> oh, right, no, it's not. Yeah, are you making record-breaking amounts of gospel music? Yikes! Like what? It, oh, why you gonna? Okay, 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 okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> See, this is why your kids like me, apparently, because I yeah. roast you. Right? Yes. That's well, I think they just. I, I mean, you're you have, a likable guy. You have a. You have, have a. That. You have a bubbly personality. You do. There's the thing about man. you. You have a bubbly. They've also never met you in person. <laughs> <laughs> They would like me even more then. <laughs> ah, no, that sounds weird. No, you wouldn't. I don't know. That sounds weird too. It sounds weirder. <laughs> Edit that out. Edit that out. Let's just let's just move on. We're moving on. Okay, back to ambition. So, what should we be per- health is something man yeah, pursue. Like what else should we pursue? Mental, mental health. Yeah. I mean, that's, the a, mental. that's a discussion in and of itself that could go yeah. for a while. But, but go ahead, lead into a little bit. Well, I just feel like. I'm actually writing a paper on social media and mental health. I mm. just submitted ten pager. Congrats. And it was talking pager. about how social media, the addiction to it, can cause sleep deprivation. I mean, how sure. often is oh, it yeah. to stay mm-hmm. awake on your phone? Oh, yeah. not oh get true. Your that was last night. No, I, I, I did that I did for an hour thing. last night. <laughs> but then we have our teens. Every time I sit down to poop, I'm like, just real quick. And then it's like ten right. minutes later, I'm like, man. Oh <laughs> Something that will change your life. I'm going to give you a pro tip. Get rid of your phone. No, oh. download download Duolingo. Duolingo. Every time, yes, you, every time you poop, yes. yeah. it's Duolingo time. Yo, double five, bro. You'll learn a language better. every day. What do you learn? Just ten minutes. I just do it in Spanish. It's really bad for me that you guys aren't snapping after you're dapping over there. What? <laughs> okay, sorry we <laughs> didn't that, grow up in the hood like Jeez, you did. I did not grow up in we the hood. We don't know how to the, dap the, properly. you come down like, and then you pull up oh. here and then go. Or do you can do that too? All right, Will Smith. Do you do the this thing like the? Yeah, and it's through. like yeah, I'm not, I'm top. not fully up to that. Might, it's a little too intimate. I don't know. <laughs> too, too much, too much hand touching. Hand touching. A lot yeah, of hand touching. Next thing you know, it's just interlocked fingers. <laughs> well, <laughs> just hold hands. We, no. How about a high five? That's what they we do in yeah, Jewish culture. Just, they just, just hold hands. Just a good high five. Josh really likes. Did you know that Ronald Reagan was obsessed with earlobes? Was he obsessed with earlobes? Who is it? Tied into holding hands. Ronald Reagan. Ambition of earlobes. This has gone so off track of what he just was talking about. I'm on this. I want to hear. Okay, so. Sorry, Josh, I'm going to violate your personal space. Oh, go here, for right? it. So, That's there fine. are pictures of of Ronald Reagan do, do walking words. around with Mikhail Gorbachev just holding onto his earlobe like this. Can and I apparently, see? Ronald Reagan was just had a thing for earlobes, so he would grab people's earlobes and just huh. hold on, like, mess with them like that. And he, like, he'd be talking to you, and he'd just like reach up and start playing with your earlobe. <laughs> you you, you want to feel it? Have you ever got a good trip. earlobe massage, though? 
No. That'll change. That that can I get it? Can, can I get one? I'm not certified. Oh. Yo, so earlobe massage. I've got so great. My so, mom. Oh, next time yeah. I get a girl to date three, I'm gonna be like, all right. So <laughs> earlobe <laughs> massage. Do it. Here's the deal. Dude, if we're gonna have on, a date four. Here's what you go on a drive. Dude, you go on a long drive. You're already holding hands, and you're like, Whoa, you just, <laughs> you just, take, just, you just like, take from the hand, uh, and you go like here, and then she, boom, starts rubbing the earlobe. Why does that uh, feel good, dude? If there's some weird, <laughs> you don't get it. I wasn't okay, been sorry, doing it wrong. Sorry, sorry. maybe. See, if maybe I'd been doing it better, you'd enjoy it. it more. Some people have like weird earlobes though, where they don't have the feeling. Oh, oh. interesting. Does that have anything to do with like attached I, versus detached? That's earlobes? a great scientific I question. Wonder. Hashtag science. <laughs> What else should we be pursuing? Uh, <laughs> ambition. <laughs> I mean, okay, I think we've gone a little no, off. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. fine. No, that's just what guys It's a broadcast. You know, I'm going to be honest. Do. This might be the most broest broadcast that we've that's had. A, I think it's a great thing. I think it's well, good. I'm happy that yeah. it's just always a good time. Here to oh, yeah. yeah. Here to oh, yeah. I do think ambition is different from person to person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Like, you're, you're into lifting. Evident. <laughs> um, evidence and evidence. <laughs> right, I, no, I've less. seen you deadlift. It's very evident. Today Ooh. was deadlift day. Really? Oh, okay. Cut it short for you guys. Oh. For you, man. Man, thanks. That was because you smell bad. Also that. Also, I <laughs> took a longer nap than I wanted. Oh, sorry. It's worth <laughs> it. It's vital for a good well. deadlift day, man. Yeah. Sure. Anyway. Less less evident. <laughs> Stop. I mean, to a degree. Anyways. um, But, I mean, each person has their... As their different ambitions, um, and as long as they got it in the right yeah. in the right place, um, what you got going besides yeah, track, obviously, good. yeah, and your studies, yeah, and what his girlfriend. He's well, got a I'm girlfriend. saying relationships is and daily that is a ambition. Big one. Yeah, that's a daily ambition. I'd Whether like, you got a girl or not. No, yeah, I agree. And coming to the the last year of senior or the last week of senior year. Um, granted, I'll be here another year, uh, because I switched from teacher track to pastor track. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, the class... At least you did it when you were, like, <laughs> 19 instead of when you were 27. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, like... We got the, a guy who was 54 that did it. That's true. And I respect that's that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, last week, I'm with you guys, and, like, the class I grew up with at MLC, um, you gotta keep those relationships strong. Oh. And sometimes I, I think, like, man, I didn't, I didn't... Some of those relationships I should have spent more time on. Yeah. You know, and granted, we have Sam, but I'm only with you guys for one year. Actually, I'll be with you more. Yeah. But anyways, the the class I... Gaffin? Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) The the class I came in with, I'll only have one more year with, really. Because they're Vicar year. Yeah. You're only with them one year at the Sam. So, holy if I gap, I'm going to be straight up elderly before I. That's graduate, fine. So. That's fine. No, <laughs> I'm no rush, I'm but... happy to gap. I mean, I talked to Professor, all my professors about it, and Professor Wessel is probably the most yeah. solid. He was like, "Man, you're young. Go out and meet people." What are you going to do with True. your year? I'm doing. And I was okay. So I'm blessed to have to come out of college with no debt, Ooh. and I got some good money saved very up. Nice, nice. So I'm going to spend the entire year just because when I get to SEM, I'm going to be making more money. <laughs> Too, because you work mm-hmm. twenty hours a week plus weekends. That's the idea, yeah. So I'm just gonna go and I'm plan is to do a West Coast trip Ooh. in a van, and just oh, meet yeah. meet people who I normally wouldn't meet. I mean, I've never been out to the West Coast by mm-hmm. myself. Oh, that's awesome! And it's like I'm gonna have so many sermon illustrations about this one day. <laughs> I was telling Professor Wessel about that. He's like, "You're young, 
and talk to people well and just go out and spend this year meeting people. But he's like, there is fair warning. I've got lots of fair warning about being away from the word every day where it can be tough. Mm. I mean, you're not in chapel. You don't get these True. professors' wisdom. I mean, the world can really take its toll on you if you're not getting lifted every day. And I was like, that's going to be my biggest challenge is if I'm going to be a pastor, how am I going to be able to deal with it by myself? Like, I'm out there by myself. How am I going to be able to stay true to his word? If I can't do that by now, how am I going to lead a congregation? I'm so jealous. <laughs> I would love to do I'm that. I'm just in a, uh, I just got blessed to be in a good right. position. Yeah. Just, you got a girlfriend? Nope. That's Girls. another thing, too. It's Ladies. Like, well, if you find a girl on the West Coast, it might be over on the. Oh <laughs> no! Back I don't know. West. I don't. I. That's the kind of thing too. I don't got nothing tying me down. And yeah, just, that's another no, thing. I yeah, respect, man. Yeah, Go that's ahead. the other thing with social media is like we're seeing all these people that are super successful on social media at age or who 20, look or who look successful. super successful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then all of a sudden, people like us. Or anyone really, anyone really. Uh, you leave everything and go back to school when you're 27. <laughs> um, <laughs> or they think, you know, they think they don't have it made, yeah. you know, and right. they're not even 20 years old. And with today's technology, that's like a fifth yeah. of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, a fifth yeah. of your life, and you don't have it made yet. That's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. they can't even legally drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly, and uh, it's just, it's just, don't worry about. You know, you have time. You have so much time. Whether yeah, you yeah. come back and change your career, or you know, you take a year off, it's fine. You yeah. got plenty of time. That's, yeah, yeah. And it's just with social media, and maybe just the mindset of everyone these days is that if you're not successful by the age 25, mm-hmm. like you got something wrong with yourself. <laughs> when in reality, that's yeah, you're not even like a quarter done with your life. Yeah, yeah. And as long as you got your eyes fixed on Jesus as you take those steps yeah, and those different yeah. diversions. You no matter right. how much money you make and how many girlfriends you have, you know. Right. Well, time wise, I mean, we got to start closing it out. Oh, I hate yeah? to do it, no, but we got to start that's closing right. it out. Are you talking about life right now? Or what? what? You, <laughs> you got Kool Aid in the back? What are you talking what? about? Oh, We're dude. over an hour, is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I was talking about the Heaven's Gate cult. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> okay. Sure. Tell us about it, Gus. All right. So, the Folks, this is going to be a long one. <laughs> no, it's actually going to be pretty short. Uh, short. <laughs> <laughs> so the Heaven's Gate cult. If you never heard of it, uh, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> we'll f- hey, we're about to find out. So, well, you brought it up by asking me a question. So, uh, <laughs> Heaven's Gate. It's a cult that originated in California, I think. And the whole thing was they got a whole bunch of people to join mm. them, thinking that the end of times would be happening on a certain day, and it would be like an alien UFO mm. that comes in, drink the cool, and you get to go. Boom! And so what happened was yeah. on the night that the UFO was supposed to arrive, what you had to do was wear white Nikes and drink this Kool Aid oh, that was, was like poison. Yeah. yeah, and it was poison. Ocean, so yeah, there was oh, about no. fifty. Okay, maybe not fifty. Probably like twenty-five people that ended up dying. Because they fought, they fell into this cult's trap. Don't drink the Kool Aid. Exactly. That's where. That's, that's what where the whole Kool Aid thing from. comes from. Oh. That's why Kool Aid is like, oh man, he's got the Kool Aid. You, you know. That's why Parks it doesn't Yes. Three Thorbe. Yes. Honestly, okay. As funny as that is, that's kind it's of real. what it was Drake like. Josh. Yeah. Drake and Josh. Oh, yeah, I, dude, I, I remember that Drake, episode. His name was like Zorbus, or, or yeah, like, I was like, yeah, Drake yeah, and Josh yeah, yeah. all the way through. I can't. Oh I can't, man, I forgot I about that. that. That's what I thought of. It's a good one. 
Yeah. Was he wearing white Nikes in the episode? I don't remember. Most I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I don't remember why, but, but the, white Nikes is a key thing. Frank you Ocean. Wear white Nikes and you drink the Kool-Aid. This, or, this apocalypse is sponsored by Nike. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so well, Nike's did just do sponsor it. that shoe, but that little Nasdaq shoe. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were, oh, they were gosh, ticked I could about talk it. forever about that. So, but that, just, I mean, uh, but, so the other thing is, like, he's straight up baiting Christians. Like, he he really doesn't care. No, he's trying yeah. to piss us he's, off. Yes, he's trying to take us all off. And we're all taking the bait. Like, why are we? Uh, oh, if I hear in this that song context played, fine. I, I will refuse to listen to that. Right. Mm-hmm. I will yes. turn it off at any place. I'm yeah. and turn on KB's Not Today oh, Satan. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, with his new devil song. I love yeah. KB. Yeah, yeah, KB, yeah, the old yeah. devil prostitution thing going on where he's with like. Little Nas. Yeah, he's stripping yeah. on the devil or whatever. Yeah, he's, he's doing a dance. He's, yeah. he's doing a dance on the devil. Sorry, he's not actually stripping. <laughs> what? Yeah, so for those young viewers. No. Don't even so give it the time you don't have day. to watch. Yeah, you don't have to watch it, but we'll tell you what it was. It's Lil Nas stripping on the devil. It's weird. Don't watch. It. Horrible is what it is. It's an abomination. Yeah, it I is watched, an abomination. It is actually. But he's doing it to make us upset, and oh, yeah. then there's a whole lot of Christians he's, that are like, ah! It's like, well, yeah. Well, it's not just Christians. Just ignore him. <laughs> the Jews you know, like, don't like talk, it either. <laughs> talk about it to the extent where it can be like, yeah, this is this is what wickedness looks like. Yeah, it's and like, then beyond that. Do we really need to talk about like the political and cultural ramifications oh, yeah, no. of yeah, yeah. a pothead dance, like making it essentially a fancy YouTube video of him dancing on the devil? Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's another positive. Yeah, yeah. That's selfish. That's selfish ambition. Okay, so right there, what right? we would? Yeah, absolutely. He's doing just doing pure the, selfish ambition, pure wickedness. For yes. the sake of selfish gain, yeah. Uh, but so we ask, we don't usually do this on a broadcast, but we'll ask you to this. Um, you're about to be men in the real world, so the question is, what does it mean to be a man, or what makes a man of God? I would say denying yourself and doing what you don't want to do is what I would say specifically. I like that. I like, that. like just doing things you don't want to do all the time. I think that is a part of what makes you a successful man. Well, okay, getting out of bed. Do you want to do it? No. Sometimes. Well, okay, sometimes. <laughs> that's the most baseline example. Okay, going to work out, doing the extra set. Do you want to do it? Yeah, I mean, your body, your body's <laughs> telling you. Stop. Your Sorry. body's telling you you don't want to do it. Okay, maybe just you. just trying to bring the content I know, I respect. Up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a lot of things like, I don't know. I just feel like doing what you don't want to do. If it's got purpose behind it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I doing things when they're hard, Jesus. maybe. Yeah. Doing hard. I talk about that all the time. Doing hard things. Actually, doing I things just picked up a you. book. I'm going to go grab it. Go oh. ahead. What does it mean to be a man? Okay. Um, I would say being honest to your emotions. Um, and I think that's good for whether you're in the okay, ministry. Okay, Mark Paustin. Yeah, I know. That's where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah, don't don't you worry. Don't you I worry. I love that guy. No, um, whether you're in the ministry or not, uh, if you're if you're honest with your emotions or in this world, it's more of like be a man. Push don't, back. Don't, don't fall into your emotions and, you know. I think stand up the world is emotions can be so deceiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, emotions as a Christian, like Christianity, so many people base like Christianity on emotion. Like I feel yeah, God, if, like I feel him true, here in this true, song. True, true, yep. true. It's not emotions. He's there whether you, don't, you feel it or say, not. Yeah, and then that's the danger of if you if you don't feel him doesn't mean he's not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you if you embrace your that those emotions, you're gonna you're gonna be able to relate to a lot more people. I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you can still be a man. You can still go lift weights, and you can still go play football, and and be the 
stereotypical man uh, right. that the world thinks. And still, but that has a lot more to do with biology true, than true. it does anything else. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite people in the world, I need to know him better than I do, is Matthew Bowne from Camp Phillip. And oh, like, yeah. I'm going to try and be at Camp Phillip this summer just because I want to oh sit at his feet gosh. and watch him. Like He's just sure. a great dude. Camp what? Phillip. Who is this okay. guy? Okay, stop. They're all the same. No. Clayton Fury, a major person, stop. is a Camp Phillip. <laughs> okay, okay. I love Camp Phillip people. people. I used to not love Camp Phillip people. I love Camp Phillip people now. Okay. Cameron Schrader. Yeah, exactly. He's the only one I like. Clayton Fury. He's the only one I like. Lawrence Schultz. Hey, I haven't met any others except for Grace Bain. She's Schultz. Nice. Oh, Luke I guess Schultz? he's kind of Okay, Schultz, we're yeah. just going to keep Luke adding Schultz. to the list of people that it turns out you do like. Oh, okay. Because yeah, they might are show all up about later. Jesus all the time. They're all great. He better show up later. I know. He said he anyway, might. Anyway. He said he might. What was I talking about? Oh, uh, Matthew Luke. always talks about how, like, he, he his big thing, and I don't completely agree with him, but his big thing is, um, why does it matter if you're a man or a woman, just be after Jesus? Mm-hmm. And I say my pushback is there's a whole lot of biology involved. Oh, yeah. um, but it's it's like the difference between men and women is very subtle in the Bible. I mean, it's just mm. the roles laid out by our Heavenly Father, which are like accountability. And then beyond that, it's biology. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying that there's no difference between men and women. I'm not saying that at all. I mean, I have sure. a podcast about Christian manhood, right? Um, but the uh, like when you get to the like he's giving us rules if you will that match the biology he created us with and so when you talk about like doing the manly things that the world's and the men's movement of the world is talking about you know like learn how to chop wood and you know be competing with each other and all this stuff it is what we're made for and that's why we need to do it Mm -hmm. and that mirrors our walk with god it's a part of our walk with god but when there are men who have no interest in that it doesn't make them less than less men or less godly it just means that they're different biologically and mm-hmm. our bio we okay. we underestimate sometimes how much our biology impacts all of that sure. well it's the thing like the wife Science, should yeah. stay at home with the kids because she's the only one that can breastfeed them <laughs> this is open up a whole different See, Pandora's box. They're just like it's like she was made to stay with the kid. Like she's right. supposed I mean, to be with yeah. the child. Yeah. But at the same time, like someday if I have a kid just we a live in the kick ass century who makes a ton of money and she wants to go do her thing, I would have no problem staying mm-hmm. home with the kids. Mm-hmm. Me too. I agree yeah. with that, but it's like I don't know, I just feel like there's a certain aspect of well, and many women want that to be. Yeah. This is a whole different conversation. Oh, I said, I said no, yeah, that's that's another. <laughs> no. You're about to start another tangent. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, back, okay. So ambition. we'll, we'll talk ambition. about that some other day. Um, now as talking we close about out, now let's close it out. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Gustav, where can we find you online? <laughs> uh, well, my Instagram is Gustaviano. Wenzo, and then just look up my name on Facebook. I don't know what my username like is. Like any it. good Italian who's actually German, whose <laughs> name is not See, German okay, or Italian. Look, listen, listen to what. <laughs> See, that was my goal. My whole childhood was just to come up, you come up with usernames that were different. Always, I couldn't use Gustavo every time because I always did that, or I already did that with my Snapchat. So mm-hmm. it's like. That's a big one. So, hey, Snapchat. Anyway. <laughs> Go ahead, Ruby. Uh, find me online. Yeah. Uh, find me online, Instagram, Professor GB. There we go. J Reby GB. Okay. Uh, Facebook, John Reby. Uh, that's about it. Here, let me see. I'll follow you right now. 
Yeah. I gotta check with my Instagram handle. <laughs> J Wardell forty two. Hold on, how uh, do you spell John, bro? J O N, no H. Space R I E B E. Oh, boom, gotcha. Followed. Yeah, appreciate it. Nice. Sorry, Josh. No, Go that's ahead. fine. I I didn't even know what my handle was. Uh at Josh Wardell underscore. That's my Instagram. Underscore at the end? Yeah. Okay. I didn't make this for myself. It was some friends, <laughs> some high school friends that made my Instagram. I don't really go on Facebook, um, Twitter. I'm there, but anyway. And you can follow the Gerda Podcast anywhere that you find your podcasts, Woo! whether it's Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Podbean. I don't know where else you find podcasts. Yeah, I don't. So, so there was one specific guy who, like, for two years, was like, "You should be on Podbean. You should be on Podbean." Wow. And then I finally got on Podbean, and I sent him an. <laughs> and now it doesn't exist. Now I sent. <laughs> Now, and then I sent him a message like, hey, we're on Podbean now. And he never messaged me back. Oh, no. I was so upset. Shoot. Oh, I forgot to talk about this, too. Okay, so Do Hard Things. I just picked it up. I don't know if it's good or not. Who is it? It's called Do Hard Things, A Teenage Rebellion Against Low Expectations mm. by Alex oh. and Brett Harris. I would love to read Forward that. by Chuck Norris. Whoa. What? So, what? Wow. I know. Dude, Chuck Norris wrote like a whole page and a half. Good for wow. him. Good for no, him. three pages. Yeah, uh, real oh, quick, Josh, you want to follow me back on Facebook, please? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't remember the last time I was on Facebook. I uh, don't have Obviously, the app. we're also on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, glad to have you here. Make sure you like and subscribe. If you don't have a Gird Up t-shirt, go get yourself a Gird Up t-shirt. These two fellas are about to have a Gird Up t-shirt. Hey, oh. And I didn't know you can follow us on Instagram at Gird Up underscore B underscore A Gird underscore up. Man. Find us on Facebook Gird at Gird up. up Ministries. The Gird Up website is up and running. Wow. Thank you uh, to my eighth grader who helped me start wow. the website. Hey, and find us uh oh join the gird up community as well as always like and subscribe when you do that helps us in the podcast world get more attention you got something no i was just gonna ask how do you properly pronounce gird up is that just it it's just gird up gird up gird up yeah like you're, okay, up you're about lines. to yell it you're like at the front of the battle line how do no, you no, 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 no. You gird up, like, before you get to the battle line. So, oh. like, so girding your loins is taking your long robes mm-hmm. that you'd wear, and you'd, okay. like, tie them up around your waist so that you okay. can move better. So, the tagline... <laughs> okay. Uh, here yeah. we go. So, gird up. as it says... <laughs> can't read it. What? To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead, and our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. All right. I love that. That's awesome. There we go. Not gonna lie. I spelled it G U R D is what came to mind. Anyway, it's G I R D that God created you to be. Thanks for having us. Shabama Lama. Appreciate you, Charlie. Thanks, fellas. Thanks for having us. Hey, I just found out that there's some people, women, that are listening to our podcast because they were like, Gus, I heard I saw that you were on a podcast. Thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing on our podcast, make sure you're sharing it with friends and family, men in your life who you think need to hear our message. You can find us on social media, on Facebook under the Gird Up Podcast, and there's a Gird Up community as well there where you can interact with other men on the journey toward Christian manhood. You can find us on Instagram as girdup underscore like underscore a underscore man. If you'd like to help us bring our message to more men just like you all around the world, you can hit up our Patreon account. Type in www.patreon.com forward slash girdup. 
And finally, please leave a five-star rating or review on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast, whether it's iTunes or Spotify. What that does is it helps us get more attention in the podcast world and bring more men to our message. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. Thank you for all the ways you support us and help spread the word. Until next time, go gird up and be the man that God created you to be.